to the Reset Rebel podcast and as you probably just heard those creaky floorboards underfoot are the sounds of the incredible Broughton Hall estate um, a magnificent property that dates back to well over 400 and something years ago and um, I'm literally in residence here for the weekend um, for a very special festival that's come all the way from Ibiza to Yorkshire uh, for one weekend only, courtesy of uh, Mr. Justin Manville, a very favourite guest and podcast interview we've had on the show several times. Um, I'm just wandering down the stairs now to attend the sound check and see what's actually going to be happening this evening. It's a two-night affair. Last night we had a very magical dinner. We had a beautiful gathering of all of the artists for a little private and intimate dinner for around 30 people. Everyone was performing a little something and kind of just getting together, getting the energy together to put this festival night on tonight. We went up to the fire pit, set our intentions, burned them in the fire. Uh, Mateus, who I hope we're going to be speaking to shortly on this podcast, um, was playing music while this beautiful dancer almost like serenaded us around the campfire for Halloween. Uh, Very, very, very different scene to the one that we usually have going on on the White Island, of course. A very different kind of party entirely, fueled by a little bit of mezcal. So, you know, we weren't uh, walking angels by any stretch of the imagination, but it really was a very special evening and a precursor to tonight's proceedings. So I thought I'd grab some of the musicians for tonight's festival. Well done, Plugged, who I really, you know, just feel are giving something back to the island of Ibiza um, through their acoustic musicianship um, and space they're providing for kind of more conscious listening, which isn't something that obviously happens on the DC 10 Terrace or in High or any of the other amazing kind of nightclubs that exist on the island. So it's just a really beautiful mix of amazing music, incredible venues in places where you can really unplug now i've only been here for less than 24 hours Uh, i taught a yoga class in the drawing room earlier which was one of the most majestic spots i've ever had the pleasure to teach a yoga class um it really was next level unbelievable artwork and just the architecture of this building like i found myself sort of lost staring up at the ceiling and like even trick on us and at one point just reminding myself that I was supposed to still be teaching it was um had to kind of uh, really get back in the room so to speak so it's, it's felt very opulent it's felt very special it's felt very steeped in history and culture which I is something I find a little bit lacking in Ibiza sometimes um, as well as the opportunities to go and listen to really amazing music in really amazing spaces and sort of storytelling through music is something that Justin Manville the curator of this festival specializes in so I'm not going to talk anymore and he's definitely going to be on this podcast at some point but we're just literally going to catch up with some of the main 
players of tonight's show. Anyway, well, I'm going to crack on and try and go and see who I can drag into the library. Without further ado, this is the World Unplugged Reset Rebel special podcast. Don't go away. So as I said, I was going to kidnap somebody from the soundcheck and, and I'm joined by Hush Forever. Hello. Sebastian, it's so, so lovely to have you here in the Broughton Hall Estate. How are you finding it? I'm finding it quite magical, actually. It's, it's just, yeah, it's under my skin. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm unwinding and uh, feeling very present. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really super beautiful. I've never been to, to a, this big estate before. This is really amazing to just walk around also watch the paintings and then go out to see the the whole area around it it's beautiful mm. i just yeah i can't help but feel like i'm in some sort of beautiful jane eyre no, novel exactly. it's a very special historical very dramatic place to be yeah super dramatic actually just fantastic very romantic and, and cinematic mm. it really is yeah, romantic and cinematic. I did actually wake up this morning thinking I'd probably stepped out of my real life and dropped into a film. I'm yeah. not particularly sure which one, maybe sort of uh, Downtown Abbey. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's terrible being here, obviously. Mm. We're really suffering. Last night's dinner was really a wonderful space to kind of experience some of the performance yeah. and creativity, I think, by the people gathered here. And that's kind of, you know, the special thing about this weekend is it's a real... Um, display I think of people's kind of not just their musicality but you know there's a real lovely vibe that's been created by Justin in terms of his uh, his intention for this project totally it's really a full-on full-on giving and and uh, channeling event where we can open the hearts and and express and be uh, be uh, still in a way (laughs) from from the stillness being being uh, able to um, express what you like for us music and other people maybe feel their whatever they do just feel <laughs> like you do the yoga today that was that was your uh, that must be amazing also to be in a place like this and it was it was like a dream really beautiful Mm, I'm mm. <laughs> Can you maybe give us a little uh, taste of what's to come this evening? Maybe you could yeah, play us a little something. Why not? I could I could play a little bit from a song called Intentions of Gold, since we're talking about intentions now. So uh
legends of gold. Was that the, is that what you threw into the fire last night? Um, no, actually not in a way, but but it was <laughs> no. I had another word, another word. I Copper. was trying. Hmm? Coppers, a few coppers in the fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Copper for a copper. There was copper a copper that sort of arrived last night, was it? That wonderful security man, Babs, oh, was yeah, just yeah, an yeah. amazing sort of lettuce with his head torch from Broughton Hall through the grounds, which yeah. were, it felt like, you know, it was Halloween night and we had yeah. that beautiful, amazing woman <laughs> in her birdcage lit up like a Christmas tree. Just amazing. It's, it's, it's a dream. It's, it's really a film. It's like in a movie. It's like you're walking around and what's happening? I don't know, but I'm loving it. Exactly, me too, me too. (laughs) Well, listen, I know Justin wants you back for soundcheck, but thank you for taking a little break to join us here on The World Unplugged meets The Reset Rebel Podcast. Thank you so much. I was told there was something, something. managed to uh, grab myself a victim. We are just departing from the green drawing room, heading into the library via the secret door. This is like one of the coolest things about this whole place. It's a labyrinth of, um, well, I don't know really, just none of the doors are really doors. Some of them lead into like stone walls and others lead into the library, which apparently has got books that date back from the 14th century. So I'm gonna go and grab some Yorkshire tea and get myself settled. 
If you wouldn't so, mind, I just need some uh, proof I, of ID. You know, I'm... <laughs> How old are you? You have to be over a certain age to appear on this podcast. That's that's me. Okay. (laughs) Tom Scothan. Yeah, it's like a town near Lincoln. I don't know. I'm not from there, though. Uh, Clearly not. That's a great accent you have there. (laughs) Yeah, no, just from around the corner. As I was saying earlier, I feel a bit like uh, Sutter Brack. What's your name and where do you come from? Um, I'm Tom Scothan. I come from Barn Oldswick, which (laughs) is literally (laughs) two minutes away. But, you know, we're in Yorkshire now. So I'm kind of, you know, I need need my passport. And isn't it gorgeous, though? It's awesome here. I, I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never been here. I've driven past it. I drive past it probably five times a week, but I've just never been ever. I just saw it. I was it on Top Gear a few years ago. Was it? It was, yeah. And I saw, I saw it on that and I was like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, Jezza had yeah, a little zoom around in some kind of ridiculous <laughs> yeah, pretty vehicle. Much, pretty much. A bit like the ones that are parked outside that belong to oh, Justin. Is that who they belong the to? The MG. Ah, that makes more sense. I was wondering. I was wondering. But it's mm. it's really cool and it suits the it suits the kind of decor, doesn't it, outside? Justin's other passion, apart from music and providing ridiculous faces like this for amazing musicians yeah. to get together, is vintage uh, vehicles. Ah, cool, cool. I mean, it's, it is amazing. I, would, I wouldn't know whether it's fast <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, maybe he'll take you for a spin later. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> well, it's private, isn't it? Um, what is? The grounds? The, the, land, the land? We can do what we want. I know, but look at the lawns. Like, you know, they've had such a fine manicure. It would be an absolute tragedy to scuff them up with uh, the MG tyres. But would it be fun? Probably. <laughs> Ask Jeremy. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. But yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. I mean, it's really, really, really cool. Mm. It's nice to have a real northern soul kind of guy on this podcast who obviously has some great voices. It's it's not northern soul. Well, I hope not. (laughs) I'm just going to start DJing, you know. (laughs) Just going to turn up with some terrible speakers and just, yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) Tonight, Matthew. (laughs) Just a bit of northern soul. Um, But anyway, on a serious note. You're too old for northern soul anyway. I know, that's why I don't like it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I like northern soul. (laughs) Moving swiftly on. Anyway. Um, Have you you got any instruments? Ah, you have got a little cheeky guitar hiding over there. Mm. What are you going to be singing for us this evening? Um, so I'm going to sing a few original songs. Um, I think I'm going to sing a song called I'll Come Back For You, which I wrote a couple of years ago, released last year. Um, it's probably the favorite, uh, my favourite thing I've ever written. Um, might throw a cheeky so- song from someone else, I don't know. I've not really worked it out yet, I've not planned it, because where's the fun in that? Um, but yeah, no, so I'll probably just couple my own tunes and, and see what else happens. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, it's going to be cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really versatile, you've got, you've got people from all over Europe, essentially, just coming, coming and doing what they do, and you know, who doesn't love live music? <laughs> um, yeah, that's the reason that I kind of really miss... Uh, England, actually. It's one of the primary reasons I yeah, miss England yeah. is I don't get the same... I mean, I used to work for BBC Six Music and, you know, I was a music journalist, so... Yeah, yeah. Move, living to, in Ibiza, where, obviously, the primary source yeah, is, yeah. like, electronics, dance music. I mean, that's what really got me into Justin's yeah, thing. It was yeah, just yeah. so amazing to, you know, to, to attend some of the events that he puts yeah, on over yeah. there. Have you been out to Ibiza? I haven't. No, I need to. Oh. I need to. I'd love to. Um, I've only started kind of taking my music... Um, abroad in like the past three years mm. so yeah i've not quite got to abifa yet but hopefully soon fingers crossed anyway don't leave us hanging it sounds yeah. like we well i don't know maybe you can play us a song and we'll let you know yeah we'll get our people to call your people <laughs> that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> but i don't have people it is just me <laughs> just just the one man bandmanship <laughs> yeah that is it yeah it's just me that's but, a good thing know. though you know not for long no, no especially no, after this really. podcast well, fingers crossed <laughs> um but yeah sorted uh, what do you want me to play well, the best plan is no plan, as you said. So just whatever comes no out of your out of your fingers cool. and mouth. This is a Scylla Black cover. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and here's our Graham with a quick reminder. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. This is a song called "I'll Come Back for You."
Um, I wrote it with a man called Fraser Churchill, um, and he's an amazing songwriter. Um, but yeah, no, so it's a, like a joint collaboration sort of thing, and it's awesome. I really like it. Where's Fraser? Fraser's in LA. Um, he got signed last year, I think, and he's writing for some pretty big artists, I think. Um, I think he's got a song coming out with Emily Sander. In fact, I'm not sure whether I'm meant to say that. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> well done, Fraser. Mr yeah. Churchill's rocking yeah. it over oh, he, in LA. He's, he's doing really well. Um, he went on tour with... Um, oh, I can't remember who it was, who it was now. Sorry. Uh, he, yeah, he went on tour with Status Quo, I think, or something, a couple of years ago. He's really cool, like, really chilled-out artist. Played the Royal Albert Hall and stuff like that. Um, got a few good gigs off the back of it, and then he got signed by Warner. And now he's a yeah he's been moved to LA. Is that the dream these days to get signed by a big label like that, or are you not that fast? Um, I think it'd be really cool. I don't know whether it's the dream, but it definitely. Uh, well, I suppose it's a dream. I've got a lot of dreams, so you know. Um, give yeah. us one. We had some intention setting at this uh, oh beautiful God. fireplace last night. Tell us, just give us one one little dream that you can um, put on this podcast. My for us. my main dream. It's completely irrelevant to size to to fame, money, nothing like that. My main dream is to ha- is to play a gig, be singing my songs, and having people sing it back to you. I think that that would be just an amazing feeling. Like that's so someone liking your your music so much that they know the words that they can sing it back to you that I, I could even stop playing and it'd carry on I think that'd be like the epitome of I mean success in a way it, it might even just be 10 people but it'd still be insane do you know what I'm going to round up a crew tonight I think this uh, this is a you know possibly something we can help you with <laughs> yeah no I can do that I'll, just, I'll print out some lyrics <laughs> <laughs> some song sheets I'll have yeah, a sing song yeah just some hymns you know <laughs> uh, anyway yeah so this is a song called I'll Come Back For You um, and it's available everywhere. Your eyes shone in my dream last night. It feels like a distant light. So far away We tried But you had your job on the line A different city each night Kept me away We could be a thousand miles apart But if tomorrow you wake up and you can find your way home I've written down my number by the payphone I'll come back for you If you feel the heartache you realize we're more than just a mistake And I'm just a call away I'll come back I won't be waiting around For you to figure it out One of these days Cause you You got some living to do And I got some things to get through So far away 
But if tomorrow you wake up and you can find your way home, I've written down my number by the payphone. I'll come back for you. If you feel the heartache, you realize we're more than just a mistake. And I'm just a call away. I'll come back for you. I'll come back for you. Some nights I wonder if you maybe think about mine. I wonder who you will and what your day's like. I wonder if you find your way home I've written down my number by the payphone I'll come back for you If you feel the heartache you realize we're more than just a mistake and I'm used to call away I'll come back trying to get in the room. I do feel like I'm on one of those sort of Cluedo uh, oh, yeah, game boards, yeah. like Mr. Uh, Mr. White in the dining room with a candlestick. I might just lie on the floor over there. If you get a, a white marker and go all the way around me <laughs> <laughs> and then just act shocked if someone comes in. I like, will. It is Halloween though, so I don't know if anyone's going to believe me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't actually be dead, so, well, hopefully not. Oh, I don't know. There's a bloody big candlestick over there. I really just reckon I could do some damage with that. Okay, this took a turn. <laughs> That was beautiful, by the way. I meant to say that. Thank you. Oh, good. Um, Yeah, I'm glad you like it. I'm definitely not going to murder you. (laughs) That should go on the business card. (laughs) Just a nice little tagline. It doesn't make you want to just kill him. No, it doesn't. No. (laughs) Wow, wow. But yeah, no, that was was nice. What a good room. Oh, God. I mean, honestly, it's just the ceiling. I got lost listening to your voice, just gazing around the artwork. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's feel, you feel like you want to kind of shove a million mics all the way around the room just to, like, capture the sound. Yeah. That's really cool. <clears throat> it really was the scene of a lot of frivolity last night. Who oh, was she, by the way? Who's she? Well, the one you're coming mm. back for. Oh, no, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, that's something that we don't say. Thank you so much, Tom. No it's been gorgeous. Thanks for having us. We're nearing the end of the evening. I'm going to play a few songs with my guys here, Mateos, yes. also operating as a, who's the guy? Who, uh, who started Hustler? Who are you now? No. <laughs> you have no. You have not. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Juliano. 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 I want to take this opportunity uh, to, to, to thank, obviously, the estate, the Tempest uh, family and, and the house and everything like that. that was, that's just been wonderful and a, a real pleasure to play in such a historic building with such great people, creative people. Also, Tom Sands' guitars for these. This guy makes these by hand, you know. And if you watch his Instagram, you'll get every single detail of how he looks. 
No, I'm not saying that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to play something called uh, Bring It Back. It was about all the gurus in the beat that are really uh, fucking annoying. <laughs> and so I, I wrote this song, actually to tell a lie, I kind of wrote this song before I found everybody was annoying. And then I just <laughs> all allocated it. Go Bring It Back. Yeah.
Can anybody do it? Bring it back. You can do better than that. Who the hell did that? Was that Tommy? Can't see you, Tommy. I'm blind. in the dining room um, in one of the most spectacular spots of the entirety of Broughton Hall and we've been invited really for this weekend by the wonderful man that is Mr Justin Manville good evening Hooray. Justin when was the last time we were in Yorkshire I was in Yorkshire only a few weeks ago I, obviously I lived here and I grew up here and uh, I, I, I love this place I love this area it is um, unique and it is magic and it has the kind of Celtic feel that that uh, I'm, I'm familiar with now from, from travelling to Ireland and, and having a, getting an Irish wife and doing all that stuff. Yeah. So it has a, it's a close link. But I'm assuming you didn't grow up in a place like Broughton Hall, so how does it feel like to be like bringing your entire family, shipping them in, your loved ones, your dear ones, your musicality, all your creative friends, and also like all of the people that you haven't seen for ages under this one roof? Yeah, it feels very good, and it feels... Um, I feel... Um, I don't even like to say proud, but there's some there's something there along those lines. But I, I, these houses they're meant for people, you know. They're not meant for just a family to to kind of rattle around in. Uh, and I think they, they 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 come alive these houses when you have people in, and especially if you have people that are creative by nature uh, and uh, and open minded and open to to what possibly could happen. I think they're just intriguing and they're magical and. Uh, yeah, I think I think we we cracked it with that over this weekend. What could possibly go wrong, Sinead White? Was that a rhetorical question? I mean, mostly. <laughs> well, we could have a big fire or something. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that that would happen. Absolutely not. I actually started up a joystick earlier. Is that a joystick? It's, it's a really terrible old-fashioned word, but there, I did like one joystick. just before joystick. my yoga class. Joystick. A joystick. And um, someone came rushing in and was like, oh, my God, the smoke, you're going to set the fire alarm, put that out. And I was like, oh, my God. Felt mm. bad. Well, but scared. even though this is a, an old house, there is still a modern protocol. Uh, you you have to, you know, make sure that you don't burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to our fire correspondent, Sinead. Back to the old fire gun yeah, so. <laughs> what? what do you think about fire? <laughs> Fire? <laughs> Did you ask him yeah. something so meaningful? Something like the Green Cross Code. Ask me <laughs> what disasters I foresee in this morning. I didn't see any disasters. This I was like, what oh. when you do podcasts at one in the morning or whatever it is. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, none of us. What are you thinking? You're just so unavailable, Justin. This is the only time I could catch you. So, you know, we're just going with the, going with the floger. Of, uh, the floger. There was a moment where I thought, whew. This man's going to go up in flames tonight, and the the, the entirety of Browson Hall might be on 
on the old soil in a smoke of dust. It has been known to happen, a a spontaneous combustion. Mm. I I, I don't know if it's true, but there is some kind of weird images on Google that if you put, you know, somebody who who internally combusts, it can happen. Mm. They just get so hot inside with their creativity. And then so... There are images on Google, by the way. Oh, just if you've ever really diagrams. Just in general, there are general images images. On Google. Put, put Explain internal, that feeling. Put internal, uh, you know, a spontaneous combustion on a human being, and there is like really weird pictures of people on fire. Uh, but I mean, not not in a, like a sinister way. It's like it's like come, it starts here, and it's like somebody's just drawn it. Anyway, should we not talk about people setting on fire? <laughs> I don't know. I quite like in this pyromaniac chat. I wanted to go house. back to my room and burn some yeah. serious incense. Yeah, don't do it. But but as, as I mean. <laughs> Incensed by this. <laughs> these type, these type of houses, they, 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 um, like I say, you know, they, they, I, I feel, I the feel very comfortable in, in this environment. Actually, I think what what you should do is live in these kind of environments as a human being, or at least experience it at some point, mm-hmm. and on, on all spectrums of life as well. You know, whether it's a, you know, you're camping in a beautiful yurt or, or whatever it is. Not, it doesn't have to be beautiful either, but just experience every, any way that you can live. The full spectrum. Everything from one extreme to the other and everything in between. I mean, overall, what was the inspiration to bring this kind of event to Bratton Hall? Oh, it was, it was music and my family. Um, I, I wanted to... I mean, I, got, I went away. I didn't go to prison or anything. I, I just went away for a, a long time from, from this area. <laughs> I've had like 17 mezcals. Is that all? Yeah, and then and so and I went away and I came back. I come back and I'm, I'm it's, it's a different kind of environment now to what it was. You know, everybody's a bit older, and but they're still my family. I still love them, and I wanted to have something that was special, and I wanted to uh, invite the new family that I have of, of musicians and the people that I've met traveling around uh, the, the planet and, and collecting people and getting them all in one place. I sat next to your brother this evening. He yeah. says um, it was good to be back. Yeah. In the family fold, I think so. I mean, it's always a difficult relationship with family. Uh, there is a, but the good thing about that is it, it, they often bring you just down to earth if there's if you're going somewhere that you shouldn't be. Uh, like a beater. Well, whatever you know, just like if you if you just start being a wanker, you know, they just start they just go, hey, don't do that. So I think that's yeah, so true. I think so. I think then it's necessary and. Uh, yeah, so I mean, family, the the whole the familiarity of everything too, and also just showing people uh, the inside of this building because it is a museum. It, this it, is your area, isn't it? It's where you're from. That's my sister, by the way. She's been told <laughs> to. She's. From. It's my area. She's been told to keep quiet. <laughs> Joe told her. I mean, I knew I was going to do something, and like I said on stage, I I was I meant to I was meant to meet Prince Charles uh, and shake his hand. But like I, I said as well, uh, my my parents were like, no, we shouldn't have a monarchy, and that's a waste of money. And they're you know they're just kind of uh, you know, ridiculous. Uh, and so I I didn't shake his hand. And then uh, I kind of met Roger at the same time. He was probably fifteen uh, then. Roger is the owner of this this house. Roger Tempest. Yeah. And, uh, and I knew I was going to do something in Broughton Hall. So the, uh, the next time where Kenny came back for a little stint, I did a summer here about seven years ago, and uh, he, he was doing these kind of uh, plays and things like that. He had a comedy night in Utah. <laughs> Idiots. By the way, just for those of you who can't see, both my sisters who are now in their 70s, and, that reason, and I've told you... you 
I've, I've got both gone under the table. And <laughs> what are you doing? They just spun me out. So I can hear them, but I can't see them. I was like, where the hell are they gone? It's like being in a Cluedo film. I mean, let's just get under the table. Yeah. Let's do it. It almost feels like a, we're kind of in like a war moment under the dining table. That's what we used to do in the war. It was excitement. As children, with that, with that, with that very limited uh, kind of outlook, they, they were like, oh, yeah, bombs are coming. You know, get, let's get in there and get Yay. some sweets. You know, <laughs> <laughs> let's get some popcorn and let's stay in there for a few hours. Uh, you gotta uh, gotta unplug in those moments and really just get involved in the treats. I think treating treating yourself and trick and trick and treating, which is what's been going on this weekend, Halloween weekend here at Well Unplugged. Everyone's been just going a little bit bonkers. Sinead White. Us, us. I have not been going bonkers. I have been quite <laughs> serene and stable and grounded. As always. Um, she was tired. As a sort of, a, I suppose, a contrast to all you very wild and, and loose and, you know, beasts. Eccentric beasts. Is that how you view us? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't view you. I think that there's a saying that if you find everybody around you mad or yeah. crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, I think yeah. I, don't, I, I don't find you all mad and crazy. No, it's no. a better. There's a better saying. It's actually, better than that. Do it. You know it. No, mm. no but it's something like that. Mm. Yeah, you have to look at people. But yeah. I mean, we don't know. We none of us know. I, we're all just having, uh, trying to, trying to, you know, survive. Keep your head above the waterline, like my Keep new song says. Below the table. Think about the history of this particular building, which obviously dates to more than four hundred years old. It's just like, you know, many times over the course of the weekend, I've just like felt a lot of action's gone down this building, like, particularly this evening, but, you know, many, many, many years before, stuff's happened within these walls. That you just think, oh, my God, love to have been a fly on the wall and I, witness I, some of the chaos and carnage. I am, in, I, I am in, in Queen Mary's bed. That's it, period. That is a fact. I mean, uh, Annie Tempest came and she said, oh, you're in this room, you chose this room. I was like, yeah, I like the copper bath. You know, I don't want to sound like a posh twat, but it was just a nice copper bath. And there's some huge <laughs> bathrooms that are like bigger than a lot of people's houses in this in these rooms. So this one was a small bathroom, but it just had a very you know nice bath. And she goes, yeah, Queen Mary has slept on that four post bed. And I was like, okay. And like I said on the, in the during the performance, I, I didn't know what to do with that information, but... I did lie back on the bed and, and think about it and think about this, uh, not in a sexual way, Sinead, stop laughing. I didn't think about Queen Mary like that. I don't think about Queen Mary like that. Queen Mary, was that the queen that everyone well, thought was, um, my throat's making a funny noise, was that the queen that everyone thought was secretly a man? Possibly. No, that was Queen Elizabeth I, was it? Oh, I don't know all that stuff. I you should don't know do. Stuff. I don't, this I this don't last queen has been there for like 3,000 years. Uh, yeah, she, this, she just kind of they came, just replaced her, don't they, with like a new one that's the same <laughs> name. Yeah, it's just... She's just like, the, 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 She's like, yeah, gone in a flash. <laughs> Back. She's just like this, the speech, the Queen's speech. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Hello, Sinead. She's just a revolving hand. Yeah. Oh, there's no taking. Stuff. Well, she's like at least the like corgis. I don't know. She's, she's like two thousand five hundred years old. BC. Yeah. Possibly. Mm. Okay. Well, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to wrap this up. <laughs> I love you both, but I'm going. Yeah. Oh my God, Sinead White exiting the podcast. She wants to stay under here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I've seen so many things that remind me of you. Is it really you? Is it really true? I've seen beautiful birds and trees of life. Thinking of you when I look up at night. When I look at the moon and the stars in the sky. When the darkness is there, there's always light. Is that you?
we're back in the drawing room in this just impeccable venue, really. There's no other way to describe it. And I've kidnapped yet another member of the team. It's now actually quite a few hours on from the last recordings, and um, tonight's proceedings have taken place already. And good God, really, it's quite impossible to describe what actually just unfolded in the drawing room. Uh, But I'm joined by um, tonight's... Yeah, accoutrement, I suppose, of Justin Manville's spectacular finale to tonight's show. Uh, Hugh Hefner, hi. Uh, uh, hello. <laughs> I, <laughs> <sound> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, traditionally Justin's always had some incredible musicians to kind of back him up and, you know, really embellish and showcase his work. But I, who are you, start of all? My, my name is Mateusz Adamczyk. You're not English, no? <laughs> it's good. I am yeah. actually English. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so we won't take, talk about history. Let's not. <laughs> you know, we're in a very historic venue. It speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like a lot of ages no, of, of energy here. You feel it? I, I'm feeling something, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, actually, I went over to the healing center earlier, and it's in the foundations. There's just like buckets of crystals. Apparently, there's a lot yeah, of uh, there's sure. a big, yeah, big yeah. sensation going on here tonight. Yeah, I was trying to to uh, to find some mm, something in this house that is valuable, you know, to to sell that. Film, but uh, there's some good yeah, silverware over there, right behind you. Actually, is yeah. a really big table full of it. Yeah, there's plenty to to rob. But it's too much cameras here. I, I haven't seen any cameras actually. I think we're pretty good to go. There's a great big chandelier out there as well, which looks very expensive. Yeah, because they are very intimate, like the show tonight, no? You could be like sort of Robin Hood. You think? I think you uh, look a bit we, like Robin Hood. About uh, well, that was Nottingham, no? It was in Nottingham. You're absolutely right. We are in Yorkshire. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I forgive you. <laughs> You're very kind. Very gracious. <laughs> Okay, so what you wanna what well, you wanna know about me? I just you know, Justin loves, as I said, to have these like incredible musicians alongside him to really recreate and showcase his music. And there's no denying that you know he loves a violinist. Yeah. And you know, yeah. in your in your nighty, I think you did a cracking job. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not not let's not use the crack word. <laughs> Maybe not for tonight, but um, no, it was just ridiculous. Like the whole thing was unbelievable. Basically, basically, you know, Justin is a kind of special character. I met Justin in 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 a bar in Ibiza, and yeah, he just pop out with a lot of people around him, and I was like, who is this guy? And then he started to play his songs. I feel that. Uh, songs and the, 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 the vibe that he you, gave. you were like who is this guy Justin you, you were thinking that to yourself in the bar yeah 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 exactly like who is this guy so I wanted to use bad words but I forgot that I should talk in a, a very Polish accent because I'm from Poland yes Warsaw or Warsaw no I'm from south of Poland Tarnowski Góry is the name of the city but I live in Warsaw yeah and uh, yeah, basically, the vibe with 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 Justin was that night was quite amazing. We didn't talk too much because we don't have to. Yeah, 
then um, the most important thing is the vibe that we have while while we are on the stage together. And basically, I don't want to say that I I'm in love with Justin. But join join the queue, darling. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you know I'm. I play a lot. I, I, I was playing with orchestras and all kinds of music. I'm, I'm on the stage since I'm six, and uh, yeah, we're here in the special place, and it's because Justin is kind of a special person, charismatic for sure. He's got a big Yorkshire heart, and uh, yeah, some real. Yeah, connections in, in lots of very random places. Like, you know, to be here in Broughton Hall with some of his oldest, oldest friends who own this place and then to sort of meet a lot of his family members this evening and his aunties and uncles and, I don't know, aunties twice removed. It's just, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And, yeah, yeah, the, I think it's because here uh, the colour of green is very juicy. So the people from here are kind of juicy now. There's a lot of nature to be had in Yorkshire. You know, you open your windows in the morning, very, very honoured to be staying here as well. Yeah. And there are just green rolling hills out the window. And it's, yeah, you know, yeah. a little bit grim, a little bit grey, a little bit dark. Wasn't sure if it was night or day when I opened my curtains this morning. It was so miserable outside, but it just a didn't lot of matter. rabbits, no? And bunnies, or how you call it? Rabbits or bunnies? Many bunnies. Many bunnies, yes. So you have to keep your uh, window closed because you're going to have invasion. Bunny hopping is a big thing in Yorkshire. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Massive. (laughs) I I started to play when I was six. So, so, yeah, yeah. I I play on the violin that my father gave it to me, so it's like a very family thing. And most of the violinists start when they are like five, six, or seven. And um, basically, in the beginning, I I, I felt it like kind of a game and fun, you know. I'm from I was born in the 80s, mm. so there was in Poland no PlayStation and this kind of stuff. So. In the beginning, I, uh, that was for me just a fun. And another thing is, um, my father used to play on the contrabass, and we started to play in the like Polish traditional folk band with the dancers. There was like thirty people on the stage, and I realized very quickly that music is the music is the the the, the connection to the world. To, to everything, that I can travel the world, I can meet people, I, I can be in all the classes of the society. Um, yeah, yeah, after like three years or two years of uh, when I started to play violin, we went for a, we went for a um, trip to Turkey to play on a festival. And that was very shocking. For me, I was like seven or eight, something like this. And yeah, at that time I decided to, to do what I'm doing now. And I'm here. What, what, what are you doing now? I mean, obviously it was pretty clear to me what, 
what what that is but you know for people that aren't actually okay. here tonight what 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 are you up to I'm a I'm an improviser I improvise um playing violin and improvising on on violin I'm not a jazz improviser I'm not uh, I'm closing myself for a specific genre of 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 music I'm just go where the vibe is they that I feel you know um class I don't know how to say that but you know this this um this feeling when when you when you can be yourself whatever it comes with it no so you can be i can be a punk i can be a um, a hooligan and i can be a classical violinist playing bach it's a kind of like with you know being an actor a little bit all all those things but the most important thing is the feeling and is to be true to yourself well that's exactly the lyrics of uh Justin's one of his you know primary yeah. tracks this evening is like somebody else like you know to wake up and find you're somebody else and i think you know all of us want to be ourselves all of us want to love ourselves all of us you know those are his lyrics of his new track and it's yeah it was on this podcast only like two weeks ago and i think it's a very very interesting topic of conversation how do you find yourself and not want to wake up being anyone other than you yeah the the thing is i never listen to the lyrics <laughs> you're no, too busy I'm improvising yeah. I'm, i'm kidding <laughs> that's exactly what's what's what we're talking about now what's what's the situation and yeah that's a little bit of the truth i don't put much attention to lyrics but sometimes the lyrics come to me because i'm um, the story on in the song is is of course is very important but i'm always trying to get the story from the harmony from from the song from the from the music not from the lyrics because you can you can sing you can sing uh, everything no but more or less of course but when you push it with the music then it's more more real i think for sure but ultimately you know you whatever you are going to tell me right now like you know i can't imagine it was very easy to start playing violin when you were like five. but ultimately you clearly found yourself through music that's a beautiful thing yeah yeah i totally love my life that's the that's the cool thing thank you so much for joining us on the reset rebel meets the world unplugged podcast dziękuję bardzo reset rebel it's the reset rebel Reset Rebel Coming to you every day